Welcome to the Contemporary Controversy Podcast. My name is Chad and I'm the host of this show. Well, today we're going to dive into a little bit of a spontaneous topic. Uh, this morning I uh, felt led to do a quick podcast before work. It's the first time I've ever done something like this, um, but it's going to be more of a thought-provoking type of idea that I felt like the Lord was speaking to me this morning. And just recently I was talking to a friend of mine and I was telling him, I was like, man, I just like, I need to find more places to serve. And I was like, I have the podcast and I have like a couple of other things, but I was like, I really want to start serving more, like get my eyes off myself for a second. And he said, he told me, he said, just speak to the people on the podcast. Um, And obviously I'm planning on trying to find more places to serve beyond this, but He's right, you know, there's oftentimes I feel like the Lord is prompting me to get on here and speak a thought that I feel like He's put on my heart, Um, and sometimes I feel like, oh, like they don't want to hear it, and you know, that's the way the enemy works, is he put thoughts in your head that are just not true. Um, I've received good feedback from people regarding the podcast, and that they've been encouraged by it, and so... Um, that's definitely not my doing. I would say that's, uh, that's, uh, the Lord uh, working through me and just using me as a vessel. And for that, I'm grateful. And so, um, and I've talked about wanting to be a little bit more consistent with this and just putting content out there. Uh, oftentimes I feel like we set this high expectation for ourselves and feel like it has to be this extravagant pres- presentation, um, when in reality, it's just show up, be consistent. So, um, one of the things I kind of want to talk about this morning is I really felt like the Lord is just like revealing to me, um, is this morning I woke up and, um, honestly, I didn't want to go to the gym. I've been going to the gym for the past, um, two, three months, I guess, maybe three months. Um, and I've lost 30 pounds, uh, from just working out and eating healthy and all that. Um, but what started it all was I was doing a six week fitness program, uh, with the trainer of mine. And, um, basically that prompted kind of me to get more on the healthy lifestyle and to, to eat more healthy and work out and all that. Well, once I finished the six week program, uh, things got a little more challenging. I got a membership to planet fitness and, uh, you know, it's kind of up to me now, like it's up to me to show up to the gym and it's been consistent, uh, for the most part. I tell you one thing, the eating has been probably the most challenging. I say, I'll just say there's days like today, this morning to where I woke up and I did not want to go to the gym. I wanted to stay in bed and I want to sleep in. And yesterday I did, but today I woke up and I was like, I've got like I've got to go to the gym and I'm really glad I did because on my way to the gym that's when the Lord began to speak to me and during my time at the gym spoke to me more and on my way home really spoke to me and so sometimes when we do the things that are inconvenient the Lord is wanting to speak to us through those disciplines and he did and so on my way to the gym um I've been listening to uh an album by Shane Shane. It's uh, a worship initiative album uh, about hymns. And um, 
the song Come Thou Found Every Blessing came on. And these are some of the lyrics to the song. It says, Oh, to grace, how great a debtor. Daily I'm constrained to be. Let that goodness like a fetter. By my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart. Oh, take and seal it. Seal it for the courts above. And, man, as I'm listening to that, honestly, every time I hear that song, the thing that really sticks out to me is prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. The, the God I love. Um, here's my whole heart. Oh, take and seal it. Seal it for the courts above. Here's what I often do. I feel my heart starting to wonder. I even tell the Lord, I feel it starting to wonder. It's like you're standing on the edge of the cliff and you're kind of like looking down. But here's what I don't do often. I forget to go, okay, my heart is prone to wonder. It's starting to, to turn. I forget the line of, here's my heart, Lord, take and seal it, like seal it for the courts above. Like, in none of this is not like found in the Bible. This is out of a song, but I think there's a lot of truth in it. Um, look, to, look at the people throughout Scripture. There's a lot of people that wondered from God. But, the moment we begin to recognize that heart wondering is the moment we have the opportunity to go, Lord, here's my heart. And here's what stuck out to me today. So while I was at the gym, I was sitting there and I, today was like cardio day. So I was on a bike and I go to Planet Fitness and there's like a ton of TVs like everywhere. And... While I'm working out, I typically like to listen to music or sermon, um, but most of the time, that's what I'm doing. I, I want to listen to it like that, but it's hard not to notice like the TVs, like they're right in front of you, and there's like multiple different programs going on. Well, as I'm watching the TVs, I what really honestly struck my attention is I look over and they have a sports show on and they were talking about the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, um, Russell Wilson and talking about like trade rumors of him. And it just got me to thinking because like, I don't know how many of you watch sports shows particularly, but I do on occasion. And oftentimes when you look at the narrative, like the storylines of the shows, it's a lot of speculation, and they kind of pull uh, little stories and make big stories out of nothing. So, for the past few months, there's been a lot of speculation of, like, Russell Wilson leaving the Seahawks, and he's not satisfied, and um, they're going to do a trade on him and put him on another team and all this stuff. And same thing with... I'm a Big Cowboys fan, so they speculated that before Dak Prescott got his new contract. A lot of talk of, is Dak going to go to another team? And I mean, literally, these shows will make hours of content on something that may or may not happen. And 
at the end of the day, like Russell Wilson said, like, I don't know where these are coming from, but I'm not leaving the team. Well, it really just, I think, prompted me to think, like, we as a culture are drawn to chaos. Like, we want to think of chaotic things to happen. And there's something about that that draws us in. So, you think about politics, um, you think about sports, you think about uh, honestly, gossip. There's a lot of gossip in some of these things. We like those things because they they draw us into the the unknown and kind of um, they draw us into something that may not be true. So, all this speculation, all this time spent on like Russell Wilson being traded and all that, none of it was true. Like it was all just like. People talking about things that um, that they wanted to happen. When you look at politics, there's a lot of lying going on. There's a lot of um, rumors going on. And at the end of the day, like, I do think it's because naturally we want chaotic situations. And so we're drawn to that. Um... Another example, hopefully that that's an understanding example. For me, it kind of caught me to that. But beyond that, while I was at the gym and I'm working out, like I'm at the gym to get fit. But I'm also like at the gym to kind of focus in on that fitness. Well, it's so easy to like get so distracted because I'll look up the TVs and I'll be wondering my eyes and I'll be like, no, Chad, like listen to your music or your sermon. Um... Because I lose focus of what I'm there for. And that's kind of the point I really want to bring today is like, when we begin to lose focus of why we're here, we begin to be drawn to chaos. It's like when we're driving down the highway. This happens all the time. When you're driving down the highway and you see a wreck on the side of the road. I don't know about you, but oftentimes... I will often be like, kind of like looking, like, be like, what's going on? Like, or if you hear sirens coming, or if you hear hear helicopters swerving around your apartment, happened a couple weeks ago. Um, But if you like hear something going on, we, we as humans, like we're drawn to that. We want to go to it. Uh, Just recently I saw um, on a flight, uh, there was a man who was like trying to open up the door to the cabin. And a bunch of people had to restrain him. But, like, the rest of the passengers are, like, drawn to that. They want to see what's going on. And they had to tell them, like, hey, if you're not a part of restraining this man, like, sit back down. We're drawn to it. We want to be a part of this chaos. Why is that? Well, I think it's because we're naturally sinful and sometimes we it's almost like we want to see things go wrong but here's the thing about chaos sometimes in chaos we don't see the destruction afterwards so we think we kind of think chaos is order but in reality um chaos is destruction and typically doesn't lead to a whole lot of good. So you think about this too, like another example is I like, there's something about like tornadoes that fascinate me, specifically tornadoes. 
Like, I just am amazed at the power, like, of the funnel and everything else and the shape of it and everything else. And I'm, like, drawn to it. It's like this, like, excitement that comes over me if I see them. But the people that got stuck in that tornado, they're not excited. Like, their houses were destroyed. Um, you know, maybe uh, there was deaths involved or injuries involved. But that's not something I think about. How many of us are living lives of chaos, a.k.a. living in sin... And we don't think about the destruction it causes around us. We think that it's just enjoyable for a time. But not only is it causing chaos in your own life, it's causing chaos in the lives around you. We see throughout Scripture that God... um, seems to be a God who is very orderly and structured. Uh, I look at passages in um, 1 Corinthians 14.33, for example. It says, For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. And then 1 Corinthians 14.10 says, But all things should be decently done decently and in order. And this particular context is dealing with the um, orderly worship but all that to say like there is a reason that Paul is writing this um, to the Corinthian church because like he's saying like God does care about order like he doesn't want things to be chaotic in a service like um, the enemy loves chaos like you think about Adam and Eve in the garden um, God had everything perfectly in order God said I've made it good um, so the enemy comes in and he sees that it's good. Well, what does he want to do? He wants to make it not good. So he wants to ruffle the feathers and make it chaotic. So he draws Adam and Eve into this chaotic realm. They don't see that. They see it as like, you know, like, yeah, I guess I can eat the fruit. But at the moment they eat the fruit, they realize chaotic chaos is happening. We're drawn to that. So I guess my question for for you and me today would be what is it in our life that is maybe chaotic? What is it in our life that um we feel like we're starting to wonder? Um what is it in our life that is causing destruction? The book of Proverbs says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but only leads to death. Another way to put that would be, There's a way that seems orderly to a man, but only leads to death. You you and I's way can seem orderly at times. It's not. How many times have you heard someone say, like, I tried my way, but it didn't work out? I hear it all the time, and I've said it a ton, like a ton of times. Jesus came into this world ultimately to bring peace. John 14, 
27 says, Peace I leave with thee, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, uh, not as the world gives, do I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled, uh, neither let them be afraid. Uh, a passage of scripture that I think we can all relate to is Peter stepping out of the boat to walk to Jesus. And Matthew fourteen twenty two through 33 says, Immediately the dis- uh, he made the disciples get onto the boat and go before him on the other side while he dismissed the crowds. After he had dismissed the crowds, he went up immediately on- upon the mountain by himself to pray. When the evening came, he was there alone, but the boat was a long time away from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. But the disciples saw him walking on the sea, and they were terrified. And they said, it is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him. And Peter is this bold dude. He always had to like say something crazy. He said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come out in the water. So Jesus said, come on. Peter gets out of the boat and walks on the water and comes to Jesus. When he saw the wind, he was afraid and he began to sink and he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him and said, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased and those in the boat worshipped him, worshiped him saying, truly, you are the son of God. Think about that. They're clearly in the midst of a storm, a literal storm. Wind, waves, maybe rain, lightning, I don't know. Um, and Jesus is walking in the midst of all of this, unfazed. I think part of the reason the disciples were terrified is because they had their eyes fixed on the chaos around them. So immediately whenever they see peace coming, the doubt creeps in and says, no, 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 that's not peace. That's just more chaos. That's a ghost. Peter walked out of the boat with the intention to walk on water to go see Jesus. And he did. He did walk on water. But when he took his eyes off orderly peace, that's when he began to sink. And it just makes me think, why... What or not why, but what is it in my heart that is starting to veer in that direction? And my challenge to you guys is to ask yourself the same question. What can we do today to uh, ultimately align ourselves back with the creator who meant things to be orderly and good? We can't do this alone. And... If we're called to live a life to be obedient to Christ, um, it's a life that is um, living a life of holy and 
uh, right righteousness like we're called to be righteous we're called to be holy and we know that if we live in sinful patterns and sinful behavior it does cause chaos around us so as we go back today let's remember that um, God is orderly God is peace uh, God is just and God does have the ability to help us to keep our feet on the right path. Proverbs talks about this all the time. Do not let your foot swerve to the left or to the right, but keep your path straight. It sounds so cliche, but we really do have to keep our eyes on Jesus throughout the chaos around us. I am so drawn to the political realm as a conservative to where I want to critique all of these negative things going on. But at the end of the day, like, this is not my home. Like, I'm called to chase after Jesus, and that's it. So those are thoughts that I really wanted to provoke before the audience today. Um, I hope this encouraged you. I am uh, in the midst of working on another podcast dealing with singleness again. Uh, but I've hit somewhat of a writer's block. But uh, in the meantime, I wanted to uh, release this to y'all. Anyways, I better get going to work. But I love you all. Uh, let me know if you have any questions. Obviously, I'll have links in the description below. below um, of If you want to buy merchandise to help out the channel, uh, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Y'all have a good day. And thank you for joining the Contemporary Controversy Podcast. I'll see you next time.